0: It's 11:02 Central Daylight time and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast coming to you live from the Duke of Pipso Studios at 33 Roast Meat Hill Road in Christmas Michigan. I'm Martin
1: and I'm Matt.
0: And now let's reach into our joke pouch.
1: So Martin, I uh, was inspired by your kind of risque uh, jokes from last week or joke from last week so I I um. I have a couple that I think you'll enjoy. Um, what does a horny frog say, Martin?
0: I don't know. What does a horny frog say?
1: Rub it, rub it, rub it. Oh,
0: because <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. Um, I get it.
1: And uh, here's. I thought this is kind of a classic knock knock joke. Knock knock. Who's there? I eat mop. I eat my poo. You eat your poo? Gross, Martin. Ew. God, that's so
0: disgusting. Ugh. Yuck. Okay, well, pretty judgy. Whatever. Gross. Um, So, Matt, yeah, last week I told my r- super risque jokes because they were, you know, animal-themed. So, sorry, vegans. I wrote a few more animal jokes. I think people will just really love these. Um, so here we go. Why did the turtle not trust the stock market? Um,
1: cause he was born in the twenties.
0: Well, they do live a long time, but, um, so I don't know, but no, he didn't trust the stock market because he thought it was a shell game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, So, uh, here's another one. What did the gorilla do to his dinner?
1: Beat the living crap out of it.
0: No, he apes it all up.
1: What? Uh, Really? He
0: apes it all up. Yeah. Okay. All Um,
1: right. Good one.
0: where, Where did the albino deer go on vacation?
1: Um, to, uh, Whitestown, New Mexico.
0: No, he went to the Hamptons because of his white privilege. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Speaking of white privilege, um, we thought that we would come back to, uh, to a topic that, uh, that we caught, we touched on a little bit earlier this year, um, and it was, you know, as you may recall, is this the rapture, uh, one of the great early Duke of Pipso episodes? And uh, little did we know that uh, <clears throat> that things were not even close to being uh, like the rapture. Am I right, Martin?
0: Well, back then, We didn't realize how much more rapture-like things are getting. Um, Because, no, really, this is the rapture.
1: No, really, is this the rapture? Because, I mean, how much more like the rapture can something look than right now? Their entire west coast of the United States is on fire. Ah, uh, there was That's an earthquake. True. There was an earthquake. My mom told me in Southern California last night. Uh, there's so many hurricanes in the uh, Atlantic Ocean that they ran out of names for them and are are starting over at the beginning of the alphabet.
0: Now they're starting over at the beginning of the Greek alphabet, Matt.
1: Indeed, yeah. indeed.
0: Um, because there are are not enough letters in the American alphabet.
1: Right, and by the way, what is C the C in Greek? The Greek alphabet? Because no nobody knows that one. They all know Alpha and Beta.
0: You know, I don't know.
1: Okay. No one. Well,
0: no one knows.
1: Right. Well, we'll probably find out this year.
0: Yeah. What alphabet are they going to go with after? Um, alphabetic. Um, Alphabet soup? Mm. Yeah. Sort of, I think we lost, I just heard like five people turn off yeah. the podcast just then.
1: All right. Well, all right. Let's crank it up then.
0: Yeah. Um, So just to refresh everybody, there are many Christians who believe that the second coming of Jesus Christ will be in two phases. First, he'll come for believers, both living and dead, in the rapture. Which is the transformation of catching up of all Christians, dead or alive, to meet Christ in the air. And this is going to be a secret. Okay. And then there are seven years of tribulation on earth. Um, which, you know, when was the last present? So we're in year four, right. potentially, right now? Yeah. yeah. Just doing some quick math, back of the envelope math there.
1: Yeah, so um, it's, but it is kind of like we're in dog years. So maybe just this last year was actually is all seven in one year. That's kind of what it feels like.
0: Well, and keep in mind, they were using a different calendar back then. We were using the Julian calendar. Right. Obviously named after the month of July.
1: Right. Not the Gregorian calendar.
0: Right, exactly. Named after the
1: month Greg.
0: Yeah, everyone knows that. Um, so it's impossible to say how long time was back then. Right. No one will ever know. Um, and then, I mean, and another unrelated note, which, well, actually, it's not unrelated. It's very related. Um The White Sox and the Cubs are on a fast track to the World Series right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, again, this is the end of the world coming. Uh, Or it's already here, actually, I think is the point. Um, Yeah. So when they meet in the World Series, it will be played in Texas, which, again, is just more evidence of the world coming to an end. Um, Texas is uh, a terrible place to go watch two teams from Chicago play. Because um, what are you going to get? Like uh, an Italian beef sandwich uh, made by, made with brisket? That's just disgusting.
0: Yeah, exactly. What are you going to go down there for? You know, see George W. Bush throughout the first pitch. And then like you can sit with like. 6,000 fans and Ted Cruz and his weird beard will sit next to you.
1: Right. And um, everyone will complain about all the violence um, in Chicago um, and uh, hate on our uh, mayor, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, let me say this. Um, People from outside of Chicago don't know what they're talking about about Chicago anyway, real talk. Um, I have this Facebook friend. Let's say her name is Molly. That's her first name. And I went to college with her. Yeah. And she's gone crazy. Mm-hmm. But among other things, she was posting this like evangelical, like rock Christian pastor guy who was in Chicago. Oh, cool. Tri- yeah. And, You know, she's like, the police came and said he can't, like, have this big thing in the park, and 63 people died yesterday. Well, her numbers are just not correct. Um, And maybe I shouldn't have posted on her Facebook page about the various fake news articles that even Facebook, they now put that, like, thing over it saying, like, this is fake news. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that. You probably have unfollowed anybody who does that. but. Fortunately, Facebook does that for the most egregious of these things. Yeah. Um, So I guess my point is people outside of Chicago don't know what they're talking about in regards to Chicago. Right. And you could also get like a terrible hot dog down there and put like a bunch of ketchup on it, too.
1: Right. Or like enchilada sauce or something.
0: Right, exactly. Well, and I, I think the tacos in Chicago are better than the tacos in Texas.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, even though I've... Well, I had some pretty good tacos in Texas, but on the whole, uh, Chicago is a great place for, <laughs> for tacos, um, which makes me uh, think that, you know, we got to pay the bills here, Martin. Um, oh, indeed. And... Um, You know, I'm thinking of entering the e-business world now that the president has banned TikTok, Um, but I guess I don't really know where to start.
0: Oh, well, let's uh, listen to this ad that we pre-recorded just earlier live right now. Okay. Maybe it'll give you some ideas.
1: Okay. Hey, Martin. Hi, old chum. I'm thinking of entering the e-business world now that the president has banned TikTok but I guess I don't really know where to start. Have
0: you ever heard of Stepmill Enterprises? Stepmill Enterprises? Stepmill Enterprises knows how to drive iteratively. They can revolutionize the capability of real-world, value-added, subscriber-defined applications to iterate. The research and development factor is 24-7. Without meticulously planned, 24-7 365, user-defined structuring, e-businesses are forced to become strategic. Do you have a plan of action to become holistic, 24-7, 365, cross-media? Stepmill prides themselves not only on their functionality, but their simple administration and simple configuration. They have come to know that if you evolve perfectly, then you may also synthesize mega iteratively. Think resource constrained. It may sound stupefying, but it's 100% realistic. Because what does the standard industry term proactive implementation really mean? Wow, that is so deep. Stepmill Enterprises believes. They know that it is better to syndicate efficiently than to revolutionize dynamically. They will recontextualize the capacity of subscriber communities to incentivize. Think strategic. Perfect. How do I contact Step Mill Enterprises? Just call Klondike 5-1102 and leave a message. Once Once they have your information... They will get to work faster than a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest.
1: Thanks so much. You are so welcome. Now, uh, it's time for the hurrahs and huzzahs this week. And uh, Martin and I wanted to uh, do something that we don't do really very much. We've we've done this once before. But uh, this week, we'd like to do a double hurrah. Um I think uh, we're doing our double hurrah as a way to uh, try to pay tribute to the late Justice from the United States Supreme Court Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the second woman uh, ever named to the court. Uh, she was nominated by Bill Clinton and uh, as we know, she fought off numerous, life-threatening health complications over the years but died at age 87 last night
0: that's correct um so a couple interesting facts uh when she was at harvard law school um apparently she got heavily criticized because it felt like she was given a spot that a man should have gotten um and then among various things, at one point she learned Swedish to co-author a book on civil procedure. That's something I just learned right now. Um, you know, there's so much information about her that it I could go on forever, um, but she truly was a revolutionary, and I think especially now, um, it would be a real shame if her life during this important time in our democracy if people didn't take a lesson from it and do something now to prevent what could be a gigantic catastrophe for our country?
1: So uh, one of the things that I remember about her at Harvard is uh, that the uh, nickname that she was given by her classmates was Bitch. And so when she was told about this Later in her life, she said, uh, well, better bitch than mouse. And um, I think that, you know, she was the kind of person that understood what it was like to have to fight uh, and, uh, and, you know, through the type of things that m- stop most people from getting out of bed in the morning, much less rising to the pinnacle of their career uh, path and uh anyway they uh we're we're lucky that we we still live in a country where people like that uh have an opportunity to be heard from and uh if this really is the rapture, that might be the last uh last person like her that we see for quite some time,
0: yeah, so let me uh circle back to an earlier point just now I was trying to make so if you're listening to this, this was dropped on September 22nd. We got November 3rd is coming up election day. And I know a lot of our listeners have had this discussion with. Of, it's like, what can I do between now and then? Well, there's a lot to do. And I guess the important message here is do something. Do something more than nothing.
1: Yep. And vote.
0: Oh, yeah. Obviously. But there's more to do than just that. Anything helps,
1: right? Well, uh, then let's uh, let's get to busy get get busy working and uh, doing something um, other than sitting here talking. Uh, I'm sure our listeners would appreciate that as well.
0: I agree. Um, until next time, we'll
1: let's talk have a, to you later. Let's have a great week and hope nothing. Worse happens between now and the end of the week. Agreed. Okay. See you, everybody.